Welcome to Beers in the Sheds, a podcast where we talk about all things sport, beer, some random banter, and basically all those things you talk about with your mates over a couple of beers in the sheds after the game. I'm your host, Josh Donahoe, and I'm joined by my good mate each week, Daniel Friend. I'm based on the sunny coast in Queensland, and Friendy is based on the central coast of New South Wales. He'll be talking NRL, I'll be talking AFL, pretending we're experts in both, and talking about a whole lot of other stuff in between. I hope you enjoy the show. G'day, Josh. How you going, mate? Friendy, good, buddy. I'm excellent, actually, coming into grand final weekend. Yeah. We're out with Thursday. I've managed to wrangle Saturday off. I was going to be working all weekend. Can you believe it? Long weekend. Wow. Usually hard for me to get off, but I managed it to wrangle it. So now I've got to watch the AFL grand final not on delay and not try to avoid the scores all day because that would be impossible in grand final week. It's The perks of being the boss, hey? It's funny you say that. Uh, my mate, his old man, do you remember when, obviously you'd remember when the Swans played West Coast? And the first year, there was obviously that game Swans won by one point, and then the next yep. year, the, yeah, the next year, West Coast won by one point. And um, my old man, uh, my mate's old man, he picked us up from somewhere, or I, I can't really remember. But all I remember is him saying, "Oh my god, I can't believe it happened again." Even the same guy kicked the goal, Schneider, and all this stuff. And we're like, "What are you talking about? They lost." <laughs> and he's he watched the replay that was on Fox. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, look, there's games you can watch on um, on replay, but grand final's hard. I just think there's too much going on in the world. You'd have to be super disciplined to not look at anything on grand final day. I'm not listening to the cheers coming from next door or yep. – Yeah. So, no, I'll be watching that one live. So, mate, I'm excited. How about you? Yeah, mate, can't wait. I love this. Long weekend. I – um. I will have to just find out the score for the AFL, unfortunately. I've got cricket on Saturday, so I'm excited about that too, though. And then, yeah, NRL Grand Final Sunday, day off Monday. Uh, shout out to the old man. He turned 60 uh, on Tuesday, so we're going out for lunch on Monday, uh, which awesome. will be good. Yep. yep. So, yeah, uh, mate, pumped up, ready to go. Yeah, that should be a good long weekend. Um, I've got Monday off too, but... Uh... I'll have to. I'll have to watch it. I'm running a brewery tour on Sunday, so I will be at various breweries while the game is on, watching yeah. the score. But that's all right. I can. I can go in. Maybe we can stay a bit longer and do half a, one half at one, and then one half at another. It's not till seven thirty at night though. Or oh, something. it's late at night. Of course. Yeah. What am I talking so about? You'll be, you'll be yeah, laughing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Happy days. See the AFL stuck to the Arvo. I still I want, think it's Arvo footy. I want the Arvo back for the NRL. Heaps better. But anyway, story for another day. Okay. All right. Oh, that's good. I got my twelve. Um, all right. Well, let's kick things off, mate. While we're talking about NRL late night uh, grand final time, kickoff times. What's uh, what's what happened last week? We had some um, news and obviously a couple of good games and heading into the granny. But um, give us the, the rundown. Yeah. Well, Kalen Ponga. Uh, he's the third Newcastle Knight to win the Dally M. He won that last night. Just. Uh, yeah. It's a new point system. It's. Uh, it's like there's two judges for each game, and I don't know. It. I actually, I was pretty happy with the team of the year this year because they stayed away from whoever's just highest points in that position gets that player of the year. But um, Dally M, yeah, Kalen took it out. He had a really big run the back half of the year. But I guess it kind of shows that you play half a season really well uh, and your teammates 
aren't quite as good as you, you're going to get, um, I guess, like the most points you can get each match. So it's a bit different to someone who's playing in, say, a Penrith or a Brisbane and all your mates are stealing all the points off you, um, yep. even though you're winning games. So, yep. yeah, it's a hard point's one. Still, points still um, adjudicated by officials? Uh, judges, no. Nah, they're like um, oh, the old – it's a bit of an old they're boys old. club. Uh, like Is it guys um, journos and match reporters and oh, it's, it's it's mainly old players uh, like Wendell okay. Saylor and who are at the game or who are like on commentary maybe uh, there was oh, a bit of an okay. issue yeah there was an issue a couple of years ago Ruan Sims one of the female uh, judges she she in her own right played I think she might have captained the Australian women's team she was a gun but she. Uh, she put votes in one week and it came out that she was actually somewhere else. She didn't actually watch the game. She just got tipped See, off. That's, yeah. That's so, cool. I need to change no, that. But, no. Okay. So I think that's why they brought in the two. They've got two judges for each game now. But it means yeah. you can get a maximum of six points. You can get three from each. So if you have a Stormer and someone else has an okay game, they might get like one point for the game and you've got six. Um, it's a – yeah, it's, it's a hard one. I don't know. When you're playing in good sides, it's going to be hard for guys that are surrounded by stars to actually win that. You're better off being a star in a middle of the road team and you basically get man of the match every time your team wins. Um, that's sort of seems to be the recipe for the Dally M at the moment. Um, but yeah. Did you win any money or just a trophy? Nah, just a trophy. And Kalen, apparently he didn't want to go, but uh, the NRL and his mum said, you must come. And he took his mum, which was a nice touch. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, good. Well done to Kalen. He's the third, yeah, nice player behind Andrew Johns, who won three, and Danny Badiris won one as well. So, yeah, but on to the big stuff. Uh, there's two left, uh, teams one and two, the Panthers and the Broncos. have certainly been the best two all year. The Panthers, pretty remarkable. They're in their fourth grand final in a row. Uh, they've wow. obviously won the last two. They're going for the first three-peat. Since your eels, mate, back in eighty-one, two, and three, so uh, I've never seen that happen. So I will be, yeah, sort of cheering them on a little bit. There's a few school of thought that they're a bit arrogant and people don't like the Panthers at the moment. But I remember growing up, and that was Brisbane. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'll be cheering the Panthers. Who you talk to, mate? Some people would say yeah. that. Other people would say no. I mean, I, I don't, I'm a bit indifferent, but um, mm. everyone's got a team they hate. That's it. Reason. Yeah. Yeah, well, I want to see a bit of history. Yeah, who are we going to hate them for being winners? That's that seems to be what happens in this country sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited, mate. It's going to be a brilliant game, a really um, clash of styles here. And the old saying, "Styles make fights." And uh, Penrith are the defensive juggernaut. They're sort of just a team of black robot army. They are. They just sort of all work together. They're a really champion team rather than a team of champions. Uh, and yeah. Brisbane, Brisbane have just got some guys who just light it up. Like Reese Walsh, she's exceptional uh, young talent. Adam Reynolds, uh, the old boy, he'll be doing a great job from halfback. His kicking game is really important for Brisbane. And the the three big boys up front, Haas, Carrigan, and Flegler, they'll go a long way to helping uh, Brisbane do a job this weekend. But uh, in terms of tips, I'll be tipping the Penrith Panthers. Uh, I'll probably tip the Panthers by say. Uh, let's go seven. Uh, a try, a converted try in front and a little field goal at the end with a cherry on top. Um, I just believe defensively they're, they're too good. Uh, they're far superior to anyone else. 
they've conceded this year 12 points average uh, per game, which is only two tries per game. The next best in the whole competition was Brisbane, and they were 18 points per game. So there's there's a big difference there. Um, they concede... The ability to score is pretty good too, right? So they only yeah. concede two. If they can score yeah. three... Yeah, I think a, I think they were first or second in attack as well. So yeah. they just strangle you if you make any errors. And Brisbane throw caution to the wind. They're big offloading team. Um, that's what I mean. So it's real contrasting styles. But Penrith, they just they just strangle you. They'll, they'll kick the balls to the corners and they just bash you from your own end. And then eventually, um, you'll make some sort of error, whether it's with the ball or you give a penalty away, and all of a sudden Penrith are just down your end forever. It feels like so. Um, I'll be tipping them, and like I said, I think it'll be close for a while, but they just wear you down, and yeah, I'll be going Panthers by about seven. Um, we'll get into some some bets a little bit later, but um, and I'll explain some things maybe where I think the ball might go, but yeah, that'll be my tip for the weekend, mate. And a little shout-out, NRLW, the Mighty Knights, uh, the ladies there, they're going for back-to-back. They won the comp last year. They're playing the Titans in the NRLW, and they're, they're heavy favourites, so I think they'll get the job done hopefully, um, but we'll see how we go. Very good. Bring it on. Festival of the boot. That's it. Uh, and, mate, on the other side of things, on Saturday, uh, the big game, I think this will be an absolute belter. Uh, what's going to happen? Well, firstly, what happens? I don't know. What have you got to tell us about the AFL firstly? Yeah, I know. It's definitely going to be a cracker, and, and one and two have found themselves um, in the grand final, which which probably could have been predicted a while ago, but there's been some pretty good finals footy and attempts to, to stop that happening. But, you know, I, I predicted it last week, but uh, the cream rises to the top this time of year, and um, they didn't let us down with uh, an entertaining prelim weekend. So a one-point thriller for the, the Pies over the Giants. Um, awesome game. Um, Giants gave it everything. Um but just just fell short, and and the pies really held on at the end there too. I think it was six and a half minutes or something. They hung on to their one point lead. So, you know, with the six minutes to go, anything can happen. So, um, look, I thought they gave it a good game, um, but pies, I don't know. They just they've just had that sort of not not so much luck, but ability to hold on and ability to win. Um, so, I, something I've just noted, which was a good laugh. Um, I don't know if you ever read the banners, but the AFL banners. Mm-hmm. For the prelim, um, obviously GWS come out with their song. The, the, there's the big, big sound from the yeah. west of the town. It's the sound of the mighty giants, um, which is a actually Cat Empire. Um, dude from Cat Empire wrote that. It's a cool song, right? So they pump that. And then we look across and Collingwood running through their banner and says, that big, big sound you hear, that's us. Um, and there were 94,000 people at, at the yeah, G, wow. and I guarantee you that big sound was coming yeah. from Pies. So I, I quite like that. But um uh, but anyway, look, they hung on. They they were they had seven intercept marks in that last quarter, and they, like I said, they held on for six minutes, and that's a sign of a really good team who can hold a very good attacking team in in yeah. GWS. But big games from the the American Mason Cox, um, Jordan Degoe, um, and Toby Green also still played really well for for GWS and kicked another two goals for them. So, mate, awesome game, awesome game. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of that, um, wow, I I, I was really looking. For- yeah, I was really looking forward to, to Carlton and and the Lions and sort of just thought, you know, this would be a good game, but Lions will have this one uh, and watch Carlton kick the first five goals. Uh, now, again, there were a select group of, of Blues fans in the crowd and they are just as wild as Pies fans and they were giving it to Lions fans. Five goals up. 
Um, and the lines were rattled, couldn't get their hands on the ball. Um, and I thought, hang on, maybe, just maybe, Carlton are going to turn it around. But from being 30 points down, they went ahead, the Lions, to win by 16. Uh, and that makes it 13 from 13 at the Gabba. Pretty impressive wow. record. Yeah. Um, oh, I think that's that's something to behold as a, as a fortress. And that's what will get them into this position every year. Um, how they go this year, though, down at the G, we will see. But uh, big games from Zorko, Neil, and uh, McEnany, their big uh, Ruckman, too, kicked a couple. So uh, awesome game. Still a really good game. Uh, but, yeah, mighty comeback from the Lions. Um, and look, just over over that week, Chelsea, the Brownlow medal, um, the equivalent of the Daily M for AFL, was announced during the week. And Lockie Neal picked that up again, a little bit of a bit of an upset and um, some controversy about point scoring. And a little bit of talk about that this week too. Um, officials do give points um, based on how they see players' performance during the match. But I guess some people have contested how Lockie Neal would outscore someone who kicked four or five goals uh, in a game. So. Oh, look, a little bit of controversy around it, but I think it's just one of those things that um, they'll they'll review, but that's just the way that thing's put together, right? It's all about voting, people with different opinions. Um, but anyway, a bit of controversy. Uh, and the other big medal was the Coleman medal, which probably didn't touch on, but Charlie Curnow, um kicked 78 goals uh, this year, and he went back-to-back um, yep. with the Coleman. So Is he uh, He's the big left-footed bloke? Big Carlton. Carlton player, big yep. curly-head Carlton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had a cracking season, as did as did Carlton. But um, they were the two bigger um, bigger awards, with obviously the Norm Smith um, this weekend, which we'll talk about a bit bit later. But to this weekend, pretty exciting. And if you live in Melbourne, tomorrow it's grand final parade day. It's actually public holiday. Giddy up! What, Is it what other cities? Friday and Monday down there. I don't know if they have Monday. Are they, they have different- the Friday. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, they have for, well, for grand final, they have yep. that, that Friday holiday. For, I think it's just the CBD, yes. though, that gets that. You don't. Um, a bit like a show day in some parts of Queensland have some yeah. show days for different cities and towns. But, yeah, no, grand final, um, it's always a holiday. There's the, the grand final parade will be happening with the players. Um, they've moved them out of the water. I don't know if you remember last year, they put them in boats and no one could see them because they were so far away from the edge of the Yarra. Everyone's like, this is shit. You can't even see the players. Uh, so they're back in the, the motorcade uh, going across town. So that's usually what kicks off grand final weekend. Um, and then the morning of the granny is the longest kick over the Yarra, um, which is a bit of fun too with ex-players just trying to punt it as far as they can. Uh, and then off to the the big dance. Um, so the MCG will be buzzing, absolutely buzzing. A couple of friends I know up here have headed down that are, that are Lions fans. Managed to get their hands on tickets, which wasn't easy and is never easy. No. Uh, and I'm picking I'm picking the pies to to get up. Um, I'm going to say by 21. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not really in footy. I think they'll 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 be ahead by the third quarter and they'll just kick a couple away and 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 wrap it up. But I, I'm expecting a pretty fiery start. Uh, and just mate, the, the sound of the ball up on a grand final, they do a countdown, and the roar of a hundred thousand people is just unrivaled. Um, so anyway, turn the telly up loud before the game starts and uh, enjoy. Well, I heard, thank you for the rap, mate. That's brilliant, as always. And uh, I heard the, I think it was AFL um, and they or someone from the AFL, and they were saying, apologising to Collingwood, you've got 106,000 members, but there's only 100,000 seats. So, um, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> um, oh, some of them have missed out. Some some members who pay to have uh, access to grand final tickets, like, yep. like premium tier members, yep. um, have obviously missed out. But it's still a ballot system. 
Um, there's still tickets for corporates, um, so you can buy your way into the grand final if you've got a spare fifteen hundred, sort of two grand, you can get yourself a ticket. Um, it's a tough one, right? It's the hottest ticket in town, so a ballot doesn't mean you definitely get a ticket, but mate, beg, borrow, steal, because it'll be the best, yeah. best live game, especially with your team. I would beg, borrow, steal, and and find a way to get there. Yep, absolutely, mate. Love it. Uh, and well, as you're saying that, I sort of thought if they've got a public holiday the day before. Jeez, there'd be some dusty people going to the footy. <laughs> they'd be hungover. A few too many potentially beer, potentially beers in the sheds. And if they were to have a beer this week, Josh, do you have a beer of the week for us? I've got a brew of the week. I've stuck with the grand final theme. So yep. um, I was looking at the AFL and looking at their their sponsor or beer sponsor uh, or major sponsor. And Carlton Draft was quite incredible. They've been a sponsor of the AFL since 1877. Wow. Um, so... Very different football league back then, uh, except for two years, 1991 and 2009, where they didn't sponsor. Um, now, 1991, I could find that was Foster's, and I think that's because it was played, wasn't played at the MCG, and there might have been some clash. 2009, I couldn't really find. I, I just think they might have opted out, and it was the Toyota Grand Final. But, but anyway, I was trying to find something connected to the AFL, um, and then I thought about Collingwood. Now, Collingwood is the home to some awesome craft beer and a lot of great breweries in that area. And one that sticks out, because I'm supporting Collingwood. Well, I'm supporting Collingwood. I'm wanting Collingwood to win the grand final. Can't call myself a supporter. I've got too many teeth. Um, but the the, the Collingwood uh, craft beer of choice or brewery of choice is a place called Stomping Ground in Collingwood. Uh, it is an excellent venue. Super cool beer. Um, really well respected in the industry. Um, they've got a Moorabbin site as well, which I haven't been to. Um, interestingly, that's the home of St Kilda and was for the home ground for quite some time and they still train there. And um, they've also opened at the Melbourne airport in Terminal 3. So you've got plenty of opportunities to crack a stomping ground beer uh, and you can also find them in a lot of bottle shops around the country. So um, because of the Collingwood bias this week, I've gone with stomping ground. Brilliant, mate. A few magpies low swooping around there this week. In that area, absolutely. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, mate. Uh, we'll move on quickly to our next segment and it is obscure sports news. Uh, we sort of, well, I certainly struggle to find something, but Josh has come up with a few things here, and it's to do with the entertainment this weekend. And we've got Kiss, mate. Yeah, well, I say, mate, I was going to say I struggled, but I was trying to find something a little bit weird in sport, and I thought we'd just keep it with grand final and what was something weird that was happening at the grand final. And, I mean, you can't deny Kiss playing at the grand final is not weird enough already. Um, those boys are older than your granddad. Um, I think they played their first gig in the early 70s. Um, and, yeah, they'll be lining up to do the um, the the main entertainment. Now, love them or hate them, it's going to be entertaining and it could bomb, it could be another meatloaf, but um, yeah. they're not without experience at big gigs. Um, and I, rack, I racked up a few of where they played. So back in 99, they performed at the Super Bowl. Most big bands can can pull that off, but you know that's that's one that they ticked off. Two thousand two. I don't know if I even remember or even saw this, but they played uh, at the Winter Olympics closing ceremony at Salt Lake wow. City, and that had a worldwide audience of over three billion on TV. So again, another big big show, and that was meant to be a cracker. That show from from all the reports I read. Everyone what said do, what do you reckon? Like the I don't know, the, like the Indians or the Japanese or 
Chinese or something. They're watching Japanese the close. Japanese would love them. Japanese would love those Bubba, guys. All I was made for loving up. you. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yes, mate. They all, all dressed up in uh, makeup. They'd yep. be huge in Japan. Uh, in 2008, they opened um, their world tour to 80,000 fans at the Melbourne Grand Prix. Um, so, look, you know, the, again, they're no no strangers to big events, and they're definitely no strangers uh, in Australia. They're absolutely loved over here. Um, in 2011, they opened uh, uh, to 70,000 fans at Reliance Stadium uh, in Houston for a big rodeo as well. So they're big, they're big game players. They're going to bring their big game. Um, I just, I just want to see how well it's going to be received. That's probably the only challenge. So I'm calling this one more of a weird moment about to happen. Yeah, obscure moment in sport is on the horizon. So watch for it this weekend. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love people to post their funny kiss moment or uh, obscure kiss moment from the AFL this weekend on our Facebook page. That'd be awesome. Definitely makeup. Um, yeah, required. <laughs> Uh, they're going to be, yeah, it's a funny old choice, but uh, I don't know. It's part of an AFL. Well, who's, did we talked about this already. Who's playing at the NRL? NRL is a Tina Turner impersonator. Uh, yeah. So a bit of a throwback to obviously she'll play simply the best at some stage, but uh, yeah, she'd want to be good because. Uh, impersonator or like that whole Michael Jackson laser recreation of. No, I think, I think genuine impersonator. So. Yeah, someone moon, someone moonlighting is Tina Turner. Okay. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it, is, you know, like most cover bands, has she got a name? Is it like Sheena Turner? Just, yeah, maybe. She can't, can't call herself Tina you Turner. You can't even really swap the like the first letters of the each name, can you? Because it's the same, Tina Turner. Maybe Ike's Mrs. or something like that. I don't know if she used to say that. No. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, anyway, that's that's our, um, well, obscure yet to come. Yeah. In sports. <laughs> Very good, mate. Thank you. Uh, all right. And then, uh, again, one of our favourite segments is uh, Ale or Bail. Um, we're going to keep on rolling with the music theme and we're going to run with the band Kiss. Uh, Friendy, would you have an Ale or Bail with uh, with the four members of Kiss? No question. Ale, absolutely. And all sorts of ales, I would have assumed. Uh, if we could go back in a time machine... Um, and maybe get like Motley Crue or something like that there too. That that'd be ideal. They would have played with Motley Crue on yep. numerous occasions, yep. uh, and they would have had some pretty wild backstage parties. I think the boys from Kiss. They might be getting a little bit beyond it, but I'm I'm down for having beers with those boys. That would be yeah. epic, I reckon. I think uh, is it Gene Simmons? It might be um, not Gene Simmons. Oh, who's the other main? Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. I think is the lead singer. Yeah, Ace Freely, the guitarist. No, it, it might be Paul Stanley. I think one of them loves their golf. Doesn't drink anymore. Addicted to golf. Um, just yeah, yeah has turned golf into their habit. Um, so yeah, I'd go have a round of golf with them too. Nice. Uh, all right. So where does that leave us, mate? We've uh, well down to the punt. Um, we're we like down to, to the little punt. wager. Yeah, we like to a little wager every week, and this is grand final weekend, so no time like the present to talk about who we think might um, get up and talk about getting up. We both had wins last week, mate. That is excellent. Um, well yep. done, Friendy, with your your multi. Um, and then I've had the pies into the Lions for a 525 win, which is pretty handy too, that yeah. one. So absolutely um, getting back, in, back into the positives. 
Um, so well done. Hope you hope the listeners got into that one. Uh, this week, I'll dive in first, mate. I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna say best bet. Keep it nice and simple. Uh, I think the pies by one to thirty nine. I don't yep. think it'll be a blowout. Uh, grand final could be proven wrong, but I think they'll win that and within that bracket. First goal. Uh, oh, look, this is this is it's quite tough, but I'm I'm going to pick Jamie Elliott from the Pies. I think they'll find a, a kick down into the fifty, and he'll get love that and run on and kick. Yeah, great player, great yeah. player, super skilled. Um, Norm Smith. Um, you've asked me all the tough questions for a new to pick this week, but I'm going to go with Jordan Degoe. I he, he had a really good game last week, and he was stuck on the bench for the dying minutes. He couldn't get back on. I don't know if you saw that. And then, not that it mattered, when the siren went, he just belted on. Like, he is in fine form. He's, he's in a real positive kind of space. And I think he's one of those – he's just fast and he's he's furious and he'll just grab it and run with it and kick it. And I think he'll he'll grab it by the horns and play out of his skin. Um, so if they win, he will also win the Norm Smith is, is my bet. Uh, and a multi, I'm again, just keeping it simple, the pies into the Panthers – Straight wins will give you three bucks. Beautiful. I like that, mate. Very good. Uh, I reckon there's some yeah money to be had in there. Always gamble responsibly, but um, yeah, I, I like that. And Jordan Dugowie, he, he'd want to be fast with a name like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, best bet for me this week, it's just uh, grand final. Similar to last week's bet, I'm going to go the Panthers head-to-head uh, into Brian Toto to score out on that right edge. Uh, they keep going out that way. Nathan Cleary just, just gets some shape out that right side and Toto just yeah eventually seems to have a bit of space in front of him when the defence bites on the lead runners. Uh, and Brisbane, their total points under 17.5 just for them. So Panthers head-to-head, Toto to score, Brisbane under 17.5. We'll get you $3.50. Uh, and just on that, uh, the first try, I'm going to go Brian Toto. He's at $8. He's certainly the favourite. Uh, there's Obviously, it's highly likely it might be someone else. But, yeah, he's a good chance there. Hey, Bucks is good money. Yeah. Clive Churchill. Um, I've got Isaiah Yo at $14. Um, I think he is a really good chance. He touches the ball a heap. He plays lock, but he almost plays like another halfback for them. Uh, has a heap of carries as well as a forward. So he's kind of that hybrid between ball player and forward, kind of a throwback to the old school locks of the mid-90s. And my weekend multi. Uh, is Collingwood one to thirty nine, the Knights NRLW side head to head, and the Panthers one to twelve. That'll get you nine dollars thirty four. Um, so there's a few things there. I did just quickly before I checked, and if you get Jordan Degoe, Josh's Norm Smith medal, into my Clive Churchill tip, Isaiah Yo, it's about eighty six to one. So it's worth a dollar or two. Yeah, good tip and friendly. I like it. Very good, and mate. Pixie Watch, uh, is she due for another run soon? Yeah, she is uh, training well. Uh, next run's planned for the 7th or 8th of October, so not this weekend, but the next. Um, that could be at Kembla or Rose Hill. Um, again, a couple of maidens she's been lined up for, but uh, getting fitter for the run is, is all I keep getting from the, the trainer. So if she's improving, improving. He, he seems to think if she gets a maiden win under a belt, um, he said, and, and it's, you know, one of the other boys that are part of us said that horses actually do like that feeling of getting in front and understanding the win, which is crazy, right? I, I, yep. Maybe they do. Maybe they, they understand the feeling of winning or, yep. or the roar of the crowd or I don't know what it is, but apparently they do enjoy getting a win under their belt. So yep. um, he's positioning her for that coming up, but uh, I will keep you posted. Look, I think, I don't know if we haven't really spoken about it, but if we have a little 
wrap-up show or something next week to talk about the the summer season ahead and do some um, one-off shows throughout the season. I'll, I'll be able to give some little updates. Or if you want to really check in with Pixie Watch, um, I'll be pumping that on the socials yeah. um, if we have a bit of a, a breakthrough off-season. So um, watch this space. For sure, mate. Thank you very much. And I wish you all the best uh, with Pixie. I think she's due for a win soon. And, uh, yeah, I think one of the shows we might do just for the listeners, uh, we talked about doing a Melbourne Cup show. So keep an eye out for that as well. I like that Cup day. Um, yep. We can throw in some other races or some other little updates on what's happening in sport. But, uh, yeah. yeah, watch this space for the special episodes. I think we should do a wrap-up of the Grannies next week, maybe just a short one. But, yep. um, I don't know, mate, that probably wraps us up for the week. Um, thanks for listening in, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed your footy season. I hope you're following uh, a team or your team into the grand final this weekend. Uh, and thanks for listening in this week. Thanks, guys. And, yeah, follow us wherever you can. Uh, it's been another season. We'll be back for season three. We, as we said, we might do a wrap-up show next week and some across the summer. But, yeah, thanks for listening this year and follow us wherever you can. And wherever you are this weekend, enjoy your beers in the sheds.